Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 126. My name is Josh. And my name's Ashley. And today, for our final episode of Spooktober, we're going to be watching Over the Garden Wall. Yes! So, first off, let's just do a little bit of news. Oh, also, uh, this episode is brought to you by Ripped Apparel. You can go to RippedApparel.com, use the code ASP10 to get 10% off of your purchase site-wide, and that's awesome. This episode is also brought to you by Funimation Entertainment. All you have to do is go to the link in the description of this podcast and you can get two weeks of free anime. Then after that, it's only $5.99 a month, which is ridiculously cheap for sub and dub anime. So again, Funimation.com sponsoring this episode. Thanks a lot, guys. You should be watching. We really appreciate it. I'm very excited. It makes me want to cancel my Funimation subscription just so I can get a new one. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that because it's going to mess up my queue. So That's a very good rate. I had no idea it was that cheap. Yeah, $5.99, it's way cheap. And especially, so I guess we can kind of go a little bit of news because this broke before our last episode, is Crunchyroll and Funimation are no longer together. Um, they, I, I want to say about two years ago, well, maybe maybe a year and a half ago, they decided to do a partnership where... A lot of the sub-anime that was on Funimation originally went over to Crunchyroll. And some of the stuff that Crunchyroll had went over to Funimation. Um, and so it was like that for a while, but then they stopped. I mean, uh, well, well, now, as of the end of this month, uh, so as of Wednesday, it's no longer on. So there will be no Funimation-Crunchyroll partnership and Funimation Funimation is pulling all of their stuff off of VRV, um, which honestly, to me, it it makes a lot of sense because, and I kind of talked this a little bit on one of our Unlocked streams, and we'll talk here and Unlocked here in just a minute. Talked about this a little bit on our Unlocked stream. Um, It was was kind of a bad deal for Funimation because they got rid of all of their subbed anime, and it never seemed like they got a lot of anime from Crunchyroll and so they gave a lot of their sub to anime and that was over on Crunchyroll site then Crunchyroll was able to put that on VRV because Crunchyroll and VRV are the same parent company it's all elation like rooster teeth so it's all AT&T yeah. so they were so all of the fun uh, the Funimation stuff was on Crunchyroll and it was on VRV but it was never on uh, but it wasn't on Funimation so Funimation, I assume, was getting some drop in subscribers. So if it, I, I, to me, it makes business sense to be like, all right, yeah, no, this is this is stupid because like they're not getting anything from VRV, they're not getting anything from Crunchyroll, but their product is distributed everywhere else, and they're getting like pittance worth of that revenue back. So they've canceled that contract. And now everything, the subs and the dubs, are going to be back on Funimation. So you'll be able to get your sub and your dub anime now. I remember before Crunchyroll and Funimation came to a partnership, I remember that um, when Free uh, came out, like Crunchyroll was the first to uh, stream the free seasons. Uh, And then when Eternal Summer came out, Funimation released the second season dubbed because I guess they couldn't get the first season because Crunchyroll owned it. And that yeah. was really awkward. And then Funimation dubbed the first season. I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, I-, I hate the way that the that the partnerships go like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can sub the anime, but you can't dub the anime. Like, <laughs> but But we're a dubbing studio. Yeah, but no. We gave Sentai the availability to dub something, but Funimation, you can sub it. And you're like, well, why, why would we do that? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but, I mean, you know, contract negotiation is way above Josh's podcasting pay grade. So, <laughs> thank goodness I don't got to worry about that. How long um, have they been partners for? I want like to say two years. Like two years. 
Yeah. Or it was it was going on two years because I remember we we reported on it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be really cool. Uh, and then it just like because like I was under the assumption that the, uh, Funimation was going to get a lot more anime than they ended up getting. Mm-hmm. Which which kind of sucked. So I was yeah, but you know, I was one of those I was one of those boys that never I never jumped ship. I stayed with my Funimation. So I wonder if this means that they're still going to dub the third season of Free. Because yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's got that. I, I yeah, prefer that's, not, that's one of those, but I don't whatever. Know who's got that. Um, they've got some anime coming up. Uh, what do they have? What do they have? Oh, like, so uh, Conception has an anime now, I guess. And Rico Fajardo, friend of the show, is on that, so congrats to him. I didn't know that that was a show that was getting an anime, because it's, it's like some PS Vita games where you basically... Uh, okay, here. I'll, I'll just read you the, the cover for uh, Conception 2, because I may or may not own this. <laughs> when monsters come to Alteria... So, too, did the disciples, teenagers with rare abilities to hold the fiends back. Unique even among disciples, your 100% success rate at producing star children blesses you with a special burden. Bond with the female disciples, raise an army, and help the world survive. So, yeah, basically what you do is your main hero, character boy, and you have to woo all of these girls... In order to bond with them to create star children, who are these little little guys that you can give like, it, and that's another thing. Depending on who you bond with, the star children will have that mother's hair. Right. So, like, if you bond with the uh, the red haired girl, they're all gonna have red hair. The green-haired girl, there's a pink-haired girl. There's also a black-and-white-haired girl. I haven't unlocked her yet, but she, because she, like, just came into the picture. And you can choose, like, what class you want them to be and everything like that. So it's real. And then you get to name all your little kids. It's pretty fun. <laughs> and, yeah, they fight monsters. Cool. And it's really sad when you lose a star child. <laughs> they go down, and you're like, no. Um... But yeah, apparently Funimation is dubbing that. Uh, they also put the first episode of Goblin Slayer up. So if you want to go watch Goblin Slayer, that is now available on Funimation. Um, and some other some other things. I'm not. I haven't really looked at the whole list of new shows coming to Funimation, but like for the winter anime era. Um, but you showed us a show like a few weeks ago. About a skeleton guy in a bookstore? Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, are, I got... Are hold there, up. Hold are up. there more episodes for that? Yes, but I... And I failed to... I completely forgot that anime existed um, because I watched that episode right when it released like an hour ago. Uh, so, what is it called? Uh, I got... Hold on. While well, you look for that, I just got a, a the notification from Funimation. The first episode of Zombieland Saga is now streaming on Funimation now. And I'm I'm glad they're going back to the hashtag you should be watching. Okay, it's called uh Gaikoksu Shotennin Honda-san. Uh in other words, it's um a skeleton bookstore clerk Honda-san. And it is just watch the first episode and you will be instantly hooked. It is it's a comedy. It's about this uh, guy, an employee who works at a comic book store or manga store, and he's a skeleton. I think it's just a bookstore. Or a bookstore, but mostly geared towards anime, uh, yeah. manga, boys would have. Uh, and he comes across all these customers who are you know, are like asking him, "Do you have this? Do you have this manga?" Like, and they speak like English. Oh my to gosh! Him. Okay, and so oh my gosh, when when I when I watched this, I I immediately thought, you know what, Ashley, let's do this. Let's stop for. Let's completely forget the American voiceover market. Let's not do any more. <laughs> let's just send all of our demos to Japan. 
Yes. So when they need an English actor, like we just need an English voice to do something. Like they you guys don't need us. to try so hard to speak English. So exactly, it's like we can do it for you. <laughs> but I totally recommend you guys. Please, please, please do yourself a favor and go watch this anime. Again, it's Skeleton Bookstore Clerk Honda-san. I watched it on YouTube, but you could probably watch it on any anime streaming site. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. See, that's one of those. It's probably on Crunchyroll, but I don't have a Crunchyroll subscription, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't have it anymore. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably just wait till it comes out and I'll buy it. Um, And uh, I kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, Speaking of Unlocked the wonderful app that lets you connect with voice actors and artists and podcasts out there. They launched a few new... They, they, they've, they've been popping out updates like crazy. And the newest update... Would you like to take a wild guess what the newest update is, Ashley? Uh, do the... Um... Live streamers get to interact, actually, literally interact with the fans, like a split screen or whatever. Yes, it is. Woohoo! So it is now live. So now, if we want to do uh, an ASP episode on Unlocked on Wednesday nights, which you can catch those Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Central Time. Do we? So does that mean? Well. So does that mean you are gonna? Uh, Skip trick-or-treating and do a live stream anyway for Halloween? Well, yeah, I mean, we have to do a live stream anyway because <laughs> we, we have a scheduled show now. <laughs> Halloween live stream. Oh, I should probably dress up. Yeah, for do it. I don't have anything to dress up as. Just go to Spirit Halloween and get like a dollar costume, whatever. Oh, I, guess <laughs> I, could, I guess I could go as Dipper. You could go as Honda-san. <laughs> just get a skeleton just and just skeleton. like dress it up. No, and, uh, the one the one that I want, I like that bag. Like the dude with the bag over his head. That's the one that I would want to cosplay oh, as. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that one's the best. That one I'm like, I got you. You would no, totally I, I be could, a... I could dress as Dipper. Go I mean, as I Dipper. Have, I have the hat. I have the the vest. Oh my gosh, please. Yeah, I'll go to Dipper. Why not? So they have the live the or, I'm sorry, the split screen feature now. Correct. Yeah, the uh, the split screen feature is now up. Um, there is also a community page, hmm. so you can post any anybody can post stuff in the community page. There's like polls and stuff like that that you can do. Um, oh, geez, what else is there? Uh, the well, the Android version will be coming soon. It is still. It they said November. I'm hoping. I need to get with Bryce and David and see when if if they have like a narrowed down date of when or at least like this like this week we're coming out with that um i'll I'll see if i can get bryce before he starts streaming tomorrow and i'll ask i'll ask him uh yeah so i mean that's like and yeah unlocked is going great uh we've been hitting a lot of cool people on there um including myself (laughs) yes you've been on a couple (laughs) and now you can actually hop on an episode with us. Aha! I don't have to drive uh, like 10 hours. <laughs> oh, I like how you were going to drive to Oklahoma. You're a crazy I mean, it person. could happen. I mean, yeah, and it's more than 10 hours. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I Driving, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a long way. It's 10 hours to Nashville. Then it I... would probably be longer because. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, not a, it's not a fun drive. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and end Spooktober. So for our final episode for Spooktober, we watched Over the Garden Wall, which is the 2014, If I've, is that correct? Yeah, 2014 yes. um, Cartoon Network miniseries um, created by Patrick McHale. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I lost it. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Hale starring the voices of Elijah Wood, Colin Dean, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, I apologize, Melanie Lineski, Mm -hmm. Christopher Lloyd, Jake Jones, and Samuel Ramey, along with John Cleese. And James Earl Jones. Oh, and And James Earl Jones. And Tim Curry. And Tim Curry, yep. And, uh, oh, crap, I can't remember that guy's name. The horse, Fred. 
Oh my gosh, I don't know who voices him. Oh man. Um Well shoot. <laughs> oh well. Hold on, I got this, I got this. Vamp. It's just like we're we're all scrolling through Google. Doing a great job of vamping. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hmm. Um so yeah, this is what happens. Oh, Fred Stoller. Stoller. Okay. As Fred the Horse? For the Fred the Horse. The talking nice. horse. And uh he is uh, uh yeah, I, I I heard his voice and I was like, that's the dude from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> that's the first place my voice in my, my head went. It's like that's the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. Alright, so first off, Ashley, how did you hear about this series? Well, uh, well, first off, it's this show is my most ultimate favorite show ever, animated series like of all time. I love it to death. Um, so uh, I'm very happy we're finally talking about this show. Um, so I first discovered it when my friends were just talking about it nonstop on Facebook. So I was like, I'm bored. I'll I'll give this a shot. I turn it on. And the moment Jason Funderburger, the frog, comes in out of the darkness playing the piano and just the tune he plays. Is that is that his final name is Jason Thunderburger? Because he has like yes. 13 names. Yes. It's Jason Thunderburger. Okay. And the just the tune he plays, my eyes widened. Because it was like a t- it was like a musical tone that it just it tells you it gives it gives you the set tone of the whole entire show and that was the most perfect intro i've ever seen in a in an animated series it just tells you this this show that you're about to watch is going to be like no other you've ever seen before and i was like yes give it to me and uh and watched the first episode instantly hooked I love, I, I could just list out all the things I love about it. The colors, the characters, the, the story, the music, the theme, the color schemes, the characters, the voice, voice cast, especially. Every, every single thing about it is pure genius. And I, I really hope to meet Patrick McHale just to give him a firm handshake for a job well done. Mm-hmm. So, Patrick, if you're listening... Come on the show so we can please <laughs> hand, we, we can verbally handshake you. Um, see, mine was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Mine, the first time I heard about this show was when I was really getting into Gravity Falls, and whenever it was like, "Oh, Gravity Falls, Gravity Falls," but it was always like Gravity Falls and then Over the Garden Wall. They were like always right next to each other. So, mm-hmm. like, you would scroll and you'd see, like, a picture of Dipper and Mabel, and then you would see Greg and Wart, or Wart, and you're like, oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, this is this is what this is. So, yeah, that's how I kind of first learned about Over the Garden Wall, and this is my first time watching it. And now I'm very sad because I can't buy a DVD or a Blu-ray of it anywhere. Actually, you can. I have a DVD of it. How long ago have you had it? Because I tried to find it on Amazon, and it was uh, like, eBay? no. Oh, eBay. I think I got it for just ten bucks. Thirteen See, I nev- bucks. I never think to go on eBay for anything. I mean, I I mean, I would love to have like a Blu-ray of it to have like a, like special features or whatever. Um, but there is no Blu-ray of it because it is a mini series and it's on Hulu. So, um, but I have it on DVD. Uh, Stinking Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh man. So uh, I guess we can kind of give a little, a brief little thing. So from the back of the DVD box, Over the Garden Wall is Cartoon Network's first animated miniseries event that tells the story of two brothers, Wirt and Greg, who find themselves lost in a strange forest. With the help of a blue bird named Beatrice, they must travel across a strange land in hope of finding their way home. So yeah, that's all I got. That's all it would. That's all it would tell you. While encountering uh, some 
quirky and mysterious uh, characters along the way and helps them out in any kind of troubles they have. And then later on, they meet a certain dark uh, character that is like one of the best villains in any animated series, voiced by the the Darth Vader himself, uh, <laughs> using his Darth Vader voice uh, and... Uh, yeah, so once we'll talk about the more of the show, it's like we'll find out who this guy is. Mm. Sorry, I'm like I'm like <sighs> just I so have excited. Samuel Edward Ramey as the Beast, not James Earl Jones. Who is Sam? What? Yeah, Samuel Edward Ramey. No, that's a lie. No, no, no. It's James Earl Jones. What are you talking about? It's James Earl Jones. I mean, if it was James Earl Jones, it would put James Earl Jones, like, on the back of this box. What there. are you look? What are you looking at? I'm, uh, well, g- give me just one second. <laughs> I thought you said you couldn't find a DVD copy of oh, it. Oh, it's Hannah's. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, so according to uh, both... IMDB and the very, very influential Wikipedia, Samuel Ramey is the beast. I just... Are you sure? Broke. Broke poor little... Poor little Ashley's heart. Yeah. I'm I Sam, s- no, Sa- I Samuel swear to God. Ramey. No, I swear to God it was James Earl Jones. Samuel Ramey's. What else? What I got here? Yep. Sorry. You can't. You can't change my mind. It's James Earl Jones. I mean, it sounds like it's Darth Vader. Is it? Yeah. But oh it's my gosh, not. we're gonna have we're gonna have this argument all night long. I mean, it's not really an argument. Like one it's... one of us is right, and the other one's you. I'm gonna stick with James Earl Jones, and you can't change my you can't change my mind. All right, and then when we meet James Earl Jones, we'd be like, "Hey, remember over the garden wall?" He'd be like, "Nope." Like I remember Star you Wars. You can't. You can't. You can't change my mind. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> I'll just I'll just sit back here and be right. But, you know, anyway, you do you. Um. So it's about two boys, and they get lost in the woods. Um, I, I do like that you don't actually see how they got lost in the woods until, like, the last episode. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I thought that was really good. Um, very much a, uh... Oh, uh, well, no, never mind. I'm not gonna make that comparison, because that's a stupid comparison. Um, yeah, so <laughs> very much like, uh, uh... No, yeah, I said I wasn't gonna do it. Hansel and Gretel... Well, I was gonna, I was gonna compare it to Miraculous Ladybug. Be Why? Like, <laughs> because you gotta hear me out first, ma'am. Oh my gosh! I was gonna say you don't learn about their origins until the last episode of season one. I wasn't making a wasn't making <laughs> a. These two shows are the exact same. I was just pointing out a fact. That you don't learn anything about the you are ruining of these, this for of these me. Two characters until <laughs> the last episode, which happens in *Miraculous Ladybug*. I apologize for making the reference. Oh my gosh, you're ruining this for me. <laughs> I don't know how I'm ruining it. That was a storyteller's example, not a show example. It was a storyteller's example. They leave you hanging and have you have you guessing the entire time and then they reveal in the last episode i know what you're saying yeah stop giving me guff you stop giving me guff well i mean <laughs> when when you're right on something i'll, I'll stop giving <laughs> <you> guff. <laughs> so anyway um and they i like it like they meet beatrice along the way who uh is kind of a, a, a snotty bird to to young wart and but Very I think sass. that I'm sorry. Very sassy. Yeah, I I do like how their relationship evolves throughout the course of the of the series of the ten mm-hmm. episodes, um, and their dynamic I think is my favorite dynamic in the show. Definitely. Um, because I mean, like you actually have character progression there between the two characters, and I love I love me some character progression. Mm-hmm. 
So what about what about you? Like, what do I love about? What well, was I mean, the question? We'll just we'll just go. Um, what do you think about their their character progression? Oh, um, well, I I yeah, I do, I do indeed love the um, develop. Uh, uh, progression of their friendship especially like when Beatrice starts to warm up to the characters and uh, learn more about Wirt especially um, because they are facing some dangers together and then then she starts to feel like she's doing the wrong thing of betraying Wirt and Greg leading them to this evil person uh, and just lying to them, and then she has a change of heart, even though she f- feels like she is like smarter than Wirt. That it's like because like when she says you know goodbye to him, it's like oh you, you wonderful mistake of nature. It's like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, so cute. Man, I was hoping if things didn't work out with Sarah, young Wirt and Beatrice, but. Well, after after listening to Wirt's tape, I still think it's precious. <laughs> what was Wirt's tape? Uh, Wirt's For Sarah tape uh, is a little cassette tape that he records poetry, his own poetry, and clarinet, and clarinet. numbers, mm-hmm. uh, and he records it on his cassette tape because it takes place in the 90s, apparently, and... He tries to give it to Sarah, but then he is very hesitant to give it to her. But now you can actually listen to the tape on YouTube. Please go listen to it right now because Elijah Wood, oh my gosh, he has such a wonderful word. And the poetry uh, he tells Sarah, it's so ridiculously precious. And Greg makes a couple of appearances which is adorable. That's awesome. And who knows, maybe stay tuned for the end of the episode. If Josh can find it, maybe he'll put it up there. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that that was out there. That's awesome. But I mean, this was, uh, this is again, my first time watching this show and yeah, I want to buy it now. It was really, yes, really good. Yes, it's worth buying. <laughs> um, so who's your favorite character in the show? Wirt. Right, right Isn't off the bat, the it's only because you've cosplayed as him. Well, it's not. That's not the only reason. It's I don't know. I mean, I I mean, it's not just word. I love uh, I love the Beast and uh, Beatrice. I love all the characters. I like um, the village, or I like the um, the pumpkin, uh, or I'm sorry, Pottsfield people, mm-hmm. and uh, the people in the tavern. Uh, just uh, just so many c- colorful, weird, uh, mysterious characters. There, there are so many of them. It's it's hard to pick one, but Word is definitely my favorite because I could just relate to him. I like those kinds of characters who are kind of clumsy and yeah, try to be like a little mature. He's he's mature, and uh, and it's Elijah Wood too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm going to go with word as well. I mean, he's, he's my faves. Um, I, I do like, I really like him in the, uh, the, the school town follies episode uh-huh. <laughs> where he's just like, I'm just going to do what I'm told. Very smug about it. I loved it. I was like, yes. Cause you know what? I would do the exact same thing. Oh I God. would be a little ass and just be like, "Oh well, I do what I'm told. Well, I'm just gonna sit here because I'm doing what I'm told." I like it when he goes into that timeout box or the dunce box, and then after he goes in, he peeks out from it and just gives Beatrice <laughs> that sass look, like yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh man. Um. So yeah. So we have uh, ten episodes. The first one is the old grist mill, hard times at the Huskin Bee, school time follies, songs of the dark lantern, mad love, lullaby in frogland, the ringing of the bell, babes in the wood, into the unknown, and the unknown. Don't know and... why I said them like that, <laughs> but I did. Now, the original pilot for the show was called uh, Tomb of the Unknown. Yeah, and I watched that one. Well, it's, yeah, I think it's because that was the what the original series was going to be. 
Mm-hmm. Did I say tomb? I said tome. I meant tome. tome. Sorry. Tome of the unknown. <laughs> um, which is very, very close to... Uh... Oh, God. What, what was the original Gravity Falls? Oh, my god. It wasn't gosh. Gravity Falls. It was like... Shoot. Spooky I don't, ne- I... Nec- Necronomicon thing. I have no clue. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't remember. It's been a hot minute since... Since uh, Gravity Falls, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, I really liked uh, like all of these episodes. They they all had a uh, different element to them. Mm-hmm. It was it's it's not you know the exact same thing each and every time. Which I mean, it's it's a miniseries, so you only got ten episodes. Uh, but I but I do like that it is a miniseries. Like it has a beginning and it has an end, and everything mm-hmm. fits perfectly. There's nothing in there that's, oh, this wasn't resolved. So who knows what's going to happen here? Like everything gets resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, even even you know young Sarah and Wart. <laughs> uh, I, uh, oh yeah, and eat your dirt. I like I love the eat your dirt. That was always good. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like that. I, um, I I do like that Wart does the poetry the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like he'll, he'll just go off of like this long soliloquy. Oh yeah, and he just like spits out some poetry just in the middle, of, just out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and it's it's so cute. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and I do poetry to myself, and it's like, does that make me weird? It's like, no. Well, maybe the poetry. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. Um, so what did you think about the animation? The animation is uh, very cute. Um, now Patrick McHale worked on oh my gosh was it flapjack right flapjack yes and uh, he even worked on uh several episodes of adventure time as well and uh and then he uh on the side he had uh he was trying to pitch uh two projects to cartoon network and one of them was tome of the unknown and uh they wanted to uh, look more into the tome of the unknown and then he, uh, I I don't know if it was his idea to do a, te- a mini, turn it into a mini series, but um, their original, I um, plot or synopsis for the, uh, for the original pitch was com- It's completely different from okay. what it uh, started out. But uh, the the synopsis was um, the story revolves around two half brothers, Gregory and Walter who accidentally board a train destined for the afterlife. After the conductor removes his face to reveal a skeleton, Gregory and Walter jump from the train mid-journey. They wander into a forest where they encounter a devil named Old Scratch, who tricks Gregory into a a deal, and Scratch uh, promises to return them home if they read a book of forgotten stories, The Tome of the Unknown. If the, do- of the, if the two of them fail, they'll be whisked away to live in the dark kingdom forever. Oh, so, I guess, uh, so I guess part of that was how those other characters were introduced, like, um, uh, like uh, Endicott and the townspeople and, uh, and the other ones, like Aura. Um, oh, what's her name? Um, Lorna. I think it was one of them, and uh, but especially Endicott. So they like go to these characters to try to resolve their problems. So it was kind of like part of their journey, kind of thing. Okay, that's uh, honestly that sounds pretty cool as well. Yeah, and I can see how Cartoon Network didn't want to be like, let's go super dark. Yeah, and I guess they wanted to simplify it a little bit more just to kind of make the kids understand it. Mm-hmm. Because um, uh, yeah. Was it uh when you were talking about the train? Was it in the last episode, or was it in the pilot that they they mention a train kind of offhandedly? Well, in you could hear it in the intro, like when it says over the garden wall, you can hear a train in the background. You can hear it, uh, and uh, that's um, the train is in the uh, in episode nine. When they jump over the garden wall and they get thrown off by the black train, and there's like they even play a song that's called uh, called uh, "Old Black Bl- Old Black Train," and uh, so yeah, does that answer your question? 
Ah, sure, why not? <laughs> um, I I did like that train element. That was that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. like because because now it fits. So now if I I'm sure if I go back and watch it again, I'll be like, oh, I'll be able to catch all the little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess they were gonna make the train like a big part of the story, which would have been interesting. But um, I like it just how it kind of like just makes them like tumble down the hill and then they end up in the lake unconscious. Yeah, which I mean, I guess the uh, the lantern kind of takes the train's place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that lantern story was like that was a really that oh, was a good man. choice. That was really good, and it got me too. I was like, "Oh snap!" I did not see any of that coming. I totally thought that um, Christopher Lloyd's daughter was like in the like and in it's... the and yeah, in the lantern, in the, in, yeah, in the little lantern. But then it's like, oh, no, the beast is in the lantern the entire time. And then just, you know, we're just being like, this is stupid. I'm not going to do that. That's dumb. But why, I l- would I, why would I do that? Yeah, and I love, I just love, like, that's what makes the beast such a w- interesting villain. Because he tricks the woodsmen mentally. Mm-hmm. And, and the woodsman kind of like, you know, goes a little crazy because he's trying to, you know, chop down all these trees to keep the to keep just a small little lantern lit and it just he's been doing that for a while and that would just make the woodsman go crazy and uh and uh yeah and that just oh my gosh i felt so sorry for him yeah i want to know why the woodsman thought his daughter wasn't there you know what i mean because like uh-huh. he he thinks her soul is trapped in there, but I mean, like at the end, she's just like, "Dad." It's like, Where yeah, it... type. I'm like, what? What happened there? Yeah, that was that was pretty weird. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's weird. Um, but yeah, I, and I liked all of the little stories. I thought I thought they were they were really. I I, <laughs> I also like um. Oh, what was it? The the one where they go to the tea plantation. Oh yeah, the Endicott Mansion. Yeah, which one? Which episode is that? Is that five? The, oh, Mad Love. Um, so I thought that was I thought that was really really a you know clever little things like oh no yeah your mansion is so big and her mansion is so big that you guys just like built into the same mansion. <laughs> and I like, like uh, I like how Wirt also includes his passion for architecture, and he notices the difference in uh, the type of architecture it is in um, uh, in the ladies' uh, mansion. It's like it, mm-hmm. it looks like French Fran- Rococo style. <laughs> and yeah, Beatrice is like, "What the heck like, are you what? talking about?" <laughs> I, I like how uh, I yeah that that's the that's the episode where we learn more about the two of them, correct? Yeah, uh, Is that yeah. I love where they're, you know, they get a little bit. I, I, I do like when they first get locked into the. Uh, oh yeah, the the, the, little, the wardrobe. The wardrobe together. It's like, oh well, I guess that means you and I get to spend some quality time together. And she's like, help! <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that was good. That was a nice little, nice little bit there. Yeah, I'm glad they had like a little moment. Mm-hmm. Um. So now uh, you talked about the. You talked uh, earlier that you really like the music. Oh my god! Oh god! Don't get me started on the music. It's just uh, oh, like just go, just go download the soundtrack right now. It is, it is so beautiful. Um, I like. Um, and I was gonna also mention that my most favorite episode is the tavern episode. As the what is it called? The uh, night songs of, of the songs dark of the Lan- songs of the dark lantern, and that's where it has the most songs in it. And uh, I like how, like, some of them are dark and some of them are silly. The only thing I was uh, sad about was they didn't include Wirt's version of his song in the soundtrack, but it's on the vinyl disc. It's on oh, the yeah, it's, it's, it's on the vinyl. vinyl. Re- yeah, they first came out with a vinyl record. Uh, it was like a uh, like a Comic Con uh, exclusive or something, but I was able to listen to it on. YouTube, but then last year they came out with the soundtrack on digital copies for on iTunes. Like finally, I guess they had no idea it was going to be so popular. But anyway, um, the music is gorgeous. It has like some 
uh, bluegrass, uh, soft jazz, um, some just very um, uh, and even like just the the score itself has dark elements and some happy piano music. And uh, but my most favorite, I would have to say, is oh my gosh! Well, one of them is a song uh, that Beatrice's mom sings. And it's called One is a Bird. And it's played uh, at the end of episode 9 and 10 when Word and Greg, like, come back to their world or whatever when they come out of the lake. And it's so beautiful. It's like a lullaby. So definitely take a listen to that. And also the uh, Beast songs, too. And, oh, dude, good lord. Go over to... uh mondotees.com and you can get the uh the LP for Over the Garden Wrong Wall the original soundtrack um on a really nice pretty vinyl mm-hmm. for only $25. All right. That seems a steal. And um there's also um a Come Wayward Souls. That is the song the beast sings uh during the scene when Wirt is trying to find Greg, and the Beast has him. And then it transcends to Potatos et Molassus. And I don't, I, I still haven't yet to figure out who sings it, but I had to wonder if it was Greg's voice actor. But, um, and I don't know if it was uh, like in German or Latin, but it's very sad, but beautiful. Nice. And, it, and it, it hurts your heart when you listen to it. Um, but definitely take a listen to the soundtrack. It's oh, amazing. Yeah, it's one of those, like, I, I a lot of people on the, if you've listened to the show before, you know, I don't particularly pay too much attention to the soundtracks, um, mainly because I'm, I'm more interested in the story elements. But just listening to this is like, this soundtrack's actually really, really good. It's one of those where you got to be a good soundtrack for me to actually, you know, pay attention to you. And this was a good soundtrack, and I actually paid attention to it. It's not just the songs. It's also the original score is beautiful, too. Yeah. Um, I, I was kind of hoping – there was part of me that was like, I wonder if we're going to get, like, a nice big long intro every episode. Mm-hmm. But it would be a different in a different style, mm-hmm. which we didn't get, unfortunately. But, I mean, I, that, that first one's so good. Like, you see – the before of everybody, like what's going on oh, beforehand, yeah. yes. and then at the end you get the afterwards. Like this is how everything concludes, and it just all went really, really well, and I really, really liked it. Yeah, it just shows like how much Word and Greg affected the unknown characters, mm-hmm. and just like they all have a happy ending because of them. And yeah. and it and it and it le- and just oh my, oh my god oh my god oh my gosh, can we talk about the very 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 last scene when Greg returns the turns rock facts fact rocks fact rock, mm-hmm. perfect ending, perfect just the perfect introduction and perfect ending, yes because that's, that's the last scene that we see before it actually starts is him pick up the rock. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that we see uh, before, you know, uh, we see the frog again um, is him putting back the rock. Because we, I mean, we get to see that, like, Greg admits the crime that he committed. Mm-hmm. And he says that just when he was, like, almost dying. And so I think, you know, he's just very, I mean, I'm just so proud of him that he's, like, return the rock even though he could have kept it it was no problem but still he he's so amazing <laughs> yeah it's uh man um this this goes up there with one of those shows that i didn't really think it was one of those like i thought it was going to be overhyped um just because everyone's like oh man over the garden wall is the best thing ever and blah 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 and i see stuff for it like i thought it was going to be like totoro for me because, like, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Totoro's the best Ghibli movie, blah, 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 blah. And I watched it, and I was like, this is what everybody liked. 
this was the movie that everybody like went goo goo gaga over was was this movie um so i kind of thought that this was going to be the exact same way where i was going to be like all right yeah everybody loves it and i'm probably going to be very so so about it but it it really surprised me like it got me it got me really good i was like the uh, the bits of comedy were great the serious mm-hmm. parts are great the animation was great the 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 music was great the voice acting like it's all it's a very complete package it Except it comes with for everything yeah. beatrice that was my that didn't happen but you know <laughs> i mean it's not really it's not vote. about that either yeah no, it's but. not about that Plus, I kind of liked uh, Wirt and uh, Lorna a little bit, right? Because they shared Lorna a song together. Good. I yeah, I like their song. Oh man! <laughs> if only, if only, if only Aww. there were three warts. But after seriously, after listening to that tape, I was like, "Oh my gosh, he is so dedicated to this girl." It's just <laughs> like it reminded me of Marco and Jackie. Just how dedicated Marco is to his crush. It's like he would do anything to get her attention. And where it was kind of like that. But only in a beautiful way. Just using his own talents to impress a girl. Like, because he is so very talented and passionate. Like, who would not fall for that? (laughs) Uh, I was falling for him. I was too. Like I, there were a few moments when I blushed really bad, <laughs> and also um, in the cassette tape, Greg makes a couple of poems. Like he 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 uh, reads a couple of poems that he made. Like kind of like cuts off one of Wirt's clarinet numbers just so that he could record, and uh, and then he's like, "Okay, that's all for now. Bye." <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. That's so good. Um, I guess I, I, I like the human world, too. Like, not in the unknown area when we're not in the woods. So when we're back on the right side of the garden wall, mm-hmm. um, I liked all those friends. Like, uh, when he goes to yeah. uh, the football game, he's like, I'm an egg. like, we know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. Shut it, Kathleen. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's so good. Um, oh, man. And Sarah's a skeleton lady? I guess a skeleton clown. But she's also a bee. Uh, yeah, the mascot for the, the school. Mascot, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. It was... Uh, I was going to say I, something, but now I forgot. <laughs> oh, it makes me want to rewatch this episode. I do, I do like the the that episode when, uh, and then they play like a night, a total like a '90s band kind of uh, song. Like as we see, Wirt trying to decide if he should give this tape to Sarah or not. And then mm-hmm. you see his room, and it's full of cassette tapes and uh, in architecture books, and it just takes me back. And his clarinet on the bed, and his clarinet too. And it just takes me back to those old days when I was a kid and I had a tape recorder that I spent, uh, that I just wasted a lot of uh, cassette tapes recording my voice. And that was kind of how I got into uh, voice acting, just from recording my voice, doing all sorts of silly voices and whatnot. So it just, it took me back. (laughs) I hear you. I didn't do, I didn't do that, but I mean, it was one of those, like, I would just do it for my friends. I did it with friends. Yeah. So, you know, I would do that stuff. And they'd be like, ha, 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 with that instant gratification garbage. Um, and now I sit back and I'm like, no gratification at all. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'll say, um, looking at his room, I was like, man, yeah, my room looked like that too. Except with all the, you know, mine would have been history books all over the place instead of the architecture books. Mm-hmm. And no clarinet. So I was like, man, yeah, I get you, bro. I get, I get your, your, your whole area here. I like it. I dig. <laughs> the only thing, the only episode that was like my least favorite was, I think it was episode eight when Greg goes to the fantasy land in the clouds. I guess it's because of the colors, like because it's so pastel colored and bright and fluffy 
that it just kind of like broke the like the other color schemes of the whole show. Yeah, it, it like, just found a little weird. I'm glad you mentioned that because to me it was it was very much like that old school cartoony like either old school Disney or old school um like Mary Melodies type stuff. Yeah, I you felt know, like where it's I, like oh look it's the same thing. And I even like how they did that whole animatic where they're like we're going to sh- we're going to show them jumping over this like he's being chased by the north wind uh-huh. and he's going to jump over but it's going to be the exact same animation. <laughs> like they're just rolling it again. I thought that was I thought that was really clever and everything was in that style. But I like how the whole entire time it's like when you at the end of that episode when you're like oh yeah all of that was one pleasant dream that the beast put inside of greg's head because he mm-hmm. he's probably he's no he's not going to get both of them but he can get one of them mm-hmm. so he's like i'm gonna get greg because he wants to save his brother and so i'm and oh my gosh just when greg made that sacrifice to like just for his own mistakes that he realized what he did is like, okay, word, I won't trouble you anymore. Like, oh, but you're so young. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, Hannah said that, like, I hope you like it. Um, and I'm like, why? So she put that little, like, bit in my mind. So I thought that there was, like, someone was going to die. So uh-huh. the whole time I'm like, is this where Greg dies? I mean... Is Wirt gonna like sacrifice himself for Greg? I mean, because the last time she said, "Oh yeah, you'll really like this," was like Interstellar five for five 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 for five ninety five, and I was like, "Oh, I really like this character." And she's like, "Yeah, he's cool," and then he dies. <laughs> Don't and get I'm attached like, to a character. Why didn't Why didn't you tell me that? Um. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's what I thought was gonna happen in this one. And then it didn't. So this whole time I'm on edge thinking like, oh, here's where it goes down, where it's going to sacrifice, especially when he's like up in like uh, he goes to the beast and the beast is like, hey, why don't you be the new huntsman? I was like, oh, snap. Here it is. This is it. And then he's like, no, this is stupid. I'm like, wait, what? I got really confused. I'm like, sure. Why not? Let's why not? I like um I like what the the fandom uh did to kind of twist the uh plot a little bit just to, or the ending. They I would see some fan art of Wirt as the beast, like he was the one like trapped like uh in the beast grasp, like he is like the lantern uh bearer. And uh like some of them are really scary looking. Oh man. There was also a part of me that, um, cause the last thing, uh, cause like the, in, in that episode, the, you know, good fairy or whatever, she's like, um, Wirt is in, can, like, uh, he's being control, or the only person who, uh, can save him or the, uh, whatever is the beast. So there was part of me that was like, I wonder if, Greg would have said, then I want to be the beast. Because that way he would be in control of his brother. Whoa. So he could, he could let his brother be free. Because like when they, were, when they weren't showing his head, mm-hmm. when it was just like, you know, the neck down, I was like, oh, snippety snappities. That was it's, really dark. <laughs> right? I, that's what I thought they were going to do. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and then, yeah, no, it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, okay, good. Oof. I think I remember um, uh, just reading through the art book, which you guys definitely need to get. It's called the the Art of Over the Garden Wall. Definitely get the book. It's interesting. Um, when they you were talking find about that on Amazon, yeah, definitely. And uh, by Dark Horse, uh, and there was at one point they were talking about the character design for the Beast, and when they, I think uh, Patrick McHale's wife, like at one point saw like one of the like true forms of. Uh, of the beast and she was like terrified like don't show that to don't show that on your show <laughs> like i don't want to see awesome. that ever again <laughs> that's great i, I don't know that. if it was the design they went for or if it, there was a different design 
But I really like how they made him just a dark figure. Like you don't like it's just like uh like a like there's there's like you see the arms, but like the body is kind of like cape like or ghost like. Yeah, and, and you you see him for what like a split second. He's very when, blended into the darkness. Yeah, like you see just like a a bit of like what he he actually look like looks like when uh I think uh the huntsman like turns around real quick. Um, you, like right before he blows everything out, you see just a quick glimpse, and I was like, I was very tempted to go back and pause, but then I was like, no, nah, I'm too into this. I'm not gonna like stop the flow here. I think they show it in this book, but it basically looks like all the souls that are trapped in a tree, mm-hmm. like just like all the dead children. <laughs> but it's like, Fun. oh, it is so dark. Like, oh, yeah, like, okay, I'm looking at it now. It's like, they all look like faces, um, like, like with holes in him. And, uh, and they're all, like, frowning and stuff. Like, they all look like the faces of the dead children. And, ooh, so dark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. So, um, what would, let's just go into the ratings. What would you give this, uh, give the show? I would get those 10 Norwell Blasts. <laughs> well, too bad. We can't. Why? Well, I'm going to make it 10. Um, I don't care. If you want to be that person. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be that person. I'm going to give it five Dipper Pines. So out of five Dipper Pines, I'm going to give it five Dipper Pines. Cool. So uh, I'm glad we both really like that. Oh, that's super cool. Sorry, I just looked on... Um, Oh boy. Have fun with this one. I'm just sending you all the pictures. <laughs> there you go. Um that one's cool. Um yeah, I this this was definitely a uh, a surprise for me. Like I, I did I didn't know how good it was going to be. And then I watched it and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I got to go buy this now." Um so yeah, I spent a good like 15 minutes trying to find this stupid thing. I was like, I went to Went to Target, went to Walmart, went to Amazon. I was like, I can't find it anywhere. So I didn't even think to check eBay, so I'm going to check eBay. Um, Yep, $10.80-something cents. So going to put that in a cart and buy it later. Um, Yeah, this was really good. So I think we had a really good Spooktober. What was your your favorite episode in Spooktober? Uh... (laughs) I don't know. I guess, uh, well, this one and uh, probably the High School of the Dead one. Yeah, I, I want to say that these two were, uh, like, th- those two are probably up there with me, too. Um, did We did Gravity Falls, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gravity Falls. That was a good uh, one, too. It was, it was definitely a good one. It was definitely a good one. But I don't know. It's one of those, man. I mean, I First could. First off, High School of the Dead is just something special. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a good one to choose. Um, but I wish I could say more about Over the Garden Wall because there's so much to go over. But um, again, totally go ch- uh, check out the show, guys. It only I I keep saying this to everybody. It will only take two and a half hours of your time. Two and a half is an hour and fifty three minutes. Mm hmm. So not even two and a half. Almost three, but yeah, it's still worth it's still worth it. You can breeze um, through it. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna take you very long to watch this as all at all. Plus, I mean, uh if you got the, the D V D, there's not a whole lot of extra stuff in there. They did have uh you can watch the original pilot and then there's the um behind over the garden wall, which is a little um brief little snippet thing from two thousand thirteen. Um, just the kind of like the making of, and I thought that was really really interesting too. Like both every everything on this thing, I was like, wow, every it all it all works so well. Everything uh, marries together perfectly. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, so uh, coming up next week, so uh, the week of November fifth, um, we're going to be releasing our uh, so on Monday. And then on Wednesday, and then on Friday, so the 5th, the 7th, and the 9th, 
we've got uh, some episodes coming out for you. Our first episode on next week, the 5th, is going to be our Animation Is uh, Film Festival review, where we've reviewed um, Boonwell in The Labyrinth of Turtles, uh, directed by Salvador Simo, Funan, directed by Dennis Doe, which uh, Funan won the overall award at the festival and the um, audience uh, award at the festival, and Boonwell actually won the um, audience, or no, the judges, the judges award. So definitely, you know, two really good ones. Um, then we also got to watch Mirai, which is Mamoru Hosoda's new film that will be coming out in November and uh, December. And then we also got to watch uh, three little shorts from Studio Panak. They uh, put everything together in its Modest Heroes. And it's really, really good. The second one, the second and third one are by far the best. Um, I I really, really like those. So that's going to be on Monday's episode. Then Wednesday's episode, we're going to have our interview with uh, Salvador Simo, where we talk to him about, you know, the making of Boonwell. And then on Friday, we talk to Dennis Doe about the making of Funan. So had, you know, uh, we have a nice little animation is film festival week for you to kick off November. And then it actually starts Naughty November. So I don't know what we're going to talk about. Something. Who I think I, I, have, I have one in mind, but we'll go behind the scenes for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Well, I, I don't know about you, Ashley, but I think I'm going to go to the cemetery and partake of uh, kid-friendly beverages. Oh, okay. And just age, uh, have, a, have, age, a, have a witch gathering. Yeah, a witch gathering with age-appropriate beverages. So, like, juice? Yeah. Yeah. I like how they're, like, drinking, like, a carton of milk. <laughs> it's, like, spooky. I, oh. I did like that cop the whole time. It's like, hey, you robbers, better watch. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Happy Halloween. By they the way. They run across the street. like, hey, you know, run in the street. Nah, I'm just kidding. Happy Halloween. <laughs> By the way, um, I don't know if you know this, but Jason Funderburger's character design was basically... Um, Patrick McHale uh, when he was in middle school or high school. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. When, uh, when he created that character and like drew him, he just kind of realized, oh my gosh, that looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that was why they went with Jason Funderburger uh, for the frog's name. I, I love that they, they ended with Jason Thunderburger. I like <laughs> on the, uh, when they're on the steamboat, and it's mm-hmm. like, Mr. President. <laughs> I liked uh, Dr. Cucumber. Oh, yeah, Kitty. Kitty. <laughs> oh, man. So so good. Such a good show. Definitely watch All it, right. people. Please, 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 please. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So, Ashley, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Plus et en Vue, And also my... Um, uh, voice acting Twitter, uh, Ashley Sailor VO and AshleySailor.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. That's the same for regular stuff and voiceover. Um, you can also find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Facebook at Animation Station Podcast, Tumblr at Animation Station Podcast, Twitter at Animate Podcast. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and our website, AnimationStationPodcast.com. Be sure and find our sister podcast, The Hilt Radio, which is Here You Leave Today Radio. Um, you can find them on, you know, same things, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. Anywhere that you can download a episode, they talk about Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel because they live in Southern California and are super nerds for all <laughs> things Disney. So yeah, definitely go check them out and be sure and go on iTunes and like and subscribe and review us because that's how we move up the charts is if you, you know, leave us reviews and like us. So that's how more people can hear about Josh and Ashley's wonderful, uh, I don't know, we ain't got nothing. Do you think I could leave a review on it? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll just, uh, at at least. Have have you, did you listen to episodes before you were hosting? (laughs) 
Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that hurt. That hurts. <laughs> I mean, some. Ugh, some. That... Some. That's got to be. It's something. It's something. Well, yeah. Some is something. They, they yeah. Short, short it's better. It. It's better than nothing. This is very true. Yeah. So, see? yeah. So, uh, yeah. Go on. Go on the Instagrams. Not that. My gosh. The go on iTunes. the iTunes. Leave us a review. Okay. Because it helps. We like it. Um, and if you have uh, any anything for like any comments, questions, something you'd like us to review, something uh, a themed uh, month that you would like us to do, um, we're probably not gonna go with Naughty November. That just makes it sound like we're gonna just be doing hentai the entire time. Um, a theme month that you would like us to do, or uh, guests that you would like us to have on. Uh, shoot us an email at animationstationpodcast at gmail.com or you can just go to our website, click on the little contact us and you can send it there as well. Alright, Ashley, I think that's all I got. Yep, I think the same for me. Alrighty, so uh, for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. And I'm Ashley. Go eat your dirt. Smell you later. <laughs>